Good afternoon. Um, if it's afternoon where you are. I know that I haven't hopped on for a while. I've just been like really busy and like low-key in the biggest flop era of my life for anyone who needs to know. Um, so in case you're also in the biggest flop area era <laughs> of your life, um just know that I'm not gonna elaborate, but mine's worse. LOL, I win. Um moving on. So in right now, I have a couple ins. Oh my god, I haven't recorded in weeks. Jesus Christ. Um, but I would say my two ins right now. Actually, I have a few ins right now. Okay, four ins. The Blue Bannisters album by Lana Del Rey. Um, Tumblr 2015 Fall. Excuse me. Taylor Swift. Somehow I've been like really jamming to her. Um, that's never happened before. Um, and then growing your hair out for fall. Um, does not matter. Man, woman, non-binary, everyone grow your hair out for fall. Sorry, I don't make the rules. Um, outs. Coke Zero. Fuck Coke Zero. The only thing in Europe is Coke Zero. There's no Diet Coke, as I've said before. Um, and it's only Coke Zero, and it tastes like shit, and it is, like, almost like a Diet Coke, and it's just not, and it's not the same, and I don't like it, and it bothers me. Um, also, the caps are more often than not attached to the bottle, so when you unscrew it, the cap just, like, flops over to the side, and... That's just like a weird experience for me because then the caps in your face and they don't like that. That's my criticism. Another out, olives, Europe. What is everything of olives and cream? I'm lactose intolerant and I hate vinegar foods. Can we change that? Um, Like I literally would be like, ooh, what's this nice little quinoa, rice, salad, whatever. Oh, there's fucking olives in it. Like, I don't know. I've just been disappointed by olives. Um, Also out, sleeping in. Um, I feel like I have to wake up at the ass crack of dawn every single day. Um, whether, even if I'm traveling, I wake up at the ass crack of dawn. So sleeping in has been out for me. Um, unfortunately I've been waking up at like 5.30 AM for my internship twice a week. And then I have a class. Well, this week I had an exam for this class. So I was like reviewing the morning before. So I also woke up, I woke up at six. Um, and then, yeah. And then I have my other classes, which is just after traveling, it's never late enough. I'm being a big baby, but Sleeping in's out, I guess. Fuck that. Like, especially on a day that you just, like, it's rainy and cold and you just want to be all bundled up. Um, so, yeah, that's out, unfortunately. Um, anyone under the age of 10 on an airplane? Every I've been flying a lot the past couple weeks um, to the places that I've been traveling to just because it's been super cheap and just doable. And any time there is an annoying-ass child that I see like either like in the, at the gate or like in line to board or like whatever, every single time there is an annoying ass child, even if it's just a regular ass kid or a baby. Nope. Not that an annoying ass child. They're either next to me behind or behind me on the train. And they're always loud as fuck and climbing over shit. And Oh my God. And they're stinky and annoying and kicking my seat. If you let your child kick your kick this per- seat of the person in front of you on an airplane, you belong in the lowest circle of hell because you know that everyone on that airplane is literally in fight or flight. And it's so fucked. If you let your kid do that, you are a fucked up individual, my friend. Fucked up. All right. Um. Also, this is totally a read at someone, so sorry. Um. But your hair being two plus inches taller than you are, you know who you are. If your hair is tall, is is if your hair adds to your height like distinctively and i'm not talking about like people who like 
sport like an afro or, or like an ethnic hairstyle that's not what i'm talking about at all like this boy is white white and his hair adds like two inches to his height and i'm just like i'm not i'm like dog just rock live the short king life rock the five eight world like it's there for you it's there for the taking it's it's not i know like i know what you're trying to do um but you know just just rock it anyway also men getting haircuts don't do that why would you do that that's so stupid why did you do that um why would you do that you actually you started to have something going for you like i why did you do that um all right songs of the week we're gonna do it out of the way now um at four just because i haven't recorded in a while god i'm recording a good old while okay gorgeous by taylor swift Eyes Without a Face by Billy Idol, Cosmic Blues by Janis Joplin, and She's Electric by Oasis, Songs of the Up, All Bangers, check them out. Um, but yeah, little abroad update. Um, being here is hard just because, I mean, I'm not, I've had like an epiphany about like why this has been such like a silly, sticky situation for me. But um, being here is hard because, like, instead of missing, like, my friends and family at home while I'm at school or missing my friends at school while I'm at home, I'm missing both at once. And the rug was just ripped out from under me. And I'm in a new place and I don't know anybody. And it's silly. And I'm in a flop era, I'm not gonna, which I'm not going to elaborate on on air. Um, but, uh, yeah, I feel like. I can't, like, I feel really grateful to have something in someone to miss, but I have so much to learn here and so much to come home to. And even though it's hard, it's getting better because I'm choosing for it to be better. And I mean, nobody said growth is easy. Growth is an essentially painful thing. Um, and you can quote me on that, but it's happening. I'm growing and I'm changing and I'm learning about myself and whatever. Like, oh God, like... <laughs> I feel like I'm I sound fucking insufferable, but that's where I'm at. Um, I feel like it's been really hard to like find a strong support system here. Uh just because I don't know, like I feel like I like live in these apartments, but like the people that I've like made good friends with don't live in the apartments or like in the same town as me. So it's like, what? When we only really see each other at school and it's just like, what? And like, I don't even know. But yeah again like i don't know if i have officially said this on an episode that i've put out but um this whole like program really feels like high school and someone put that out in like a document of a girl who uh, in my sorority who studied abroad here in the spring um she put that in like a little google doc for people and i took a little look-see at it and i was like in no way like don't even worry about it girl it's not gonna happen you're a silly goose and she was right she did not drop a single lie it feels exactly like high school. And then I'm like, why am I in such a flop? Oh, it's because this feels like high school. Um, so yeah, if you knew me in high school, yeah. How are you text would be really nice. <laughs> which brings me to, um, so I want to talk about just commentary on keeping genuine friends in your twenties. And this was also inspired by a post by Isabella Duffy on TikTok. I feel like she has really good takes. So definitely give her videos a little checkout moment. I really, I think her takes are very good personally. Um, so one of the ones I wanted to speak on that she brought up was uh, just because you're looking for friends doesn't mean that you should ignore red flags. I mean, this isn't word for word what she said, but um, 
just like her video did like inspire me to talk about this um but yeah just because you're looking for friends doesn't mean that like you should be any less not exactly critical but i guess just like analytic of the people you're meeting and who you're building a friendship with i would say that goes to say that um like if you notice red flags from the from like let's say like you're like maybe two or three weeks into a friendship and you're still like in that honeymoon phase of being like oh we're acquaintances and we're hanging out more and this is cool and then you start noticing you're like oh none of these people like each other and they all talk shit about each other behind their backs this is so interesting oh these people's moms literally hate each other as in like girl two different girls telling me my mom doesn't want me to be friends with her i'm like dog if your mom knows about the shit that this bitch does and doesn't like her it's kind of telling but um you know like oh god there's so many other examples but that would be too telling as to who i'm like literally i subtweet people on my own podcast i don't subtweet people on twitter i subtweet people on my own fucking podcast that's what i do i'm a creep but nonetheless um we proceed uh but yeah i don't think that you should be any less analytical of the people that you're spending like getting to know when you're making new friendships especially when you're in your 20s i feel like it's very important to take what you've learned from your past and apply it when you're building new relationships and meeting new people because those lessons that you learned shouldn't be for nothing. I would say that I definitely learned a lot of lessons with friends in high school and that, I mean, and I've definitely been able to apply them more in my adult life. I have definitely been able to see an issue, recognize a pattern and move on from it and just be like, I'm not reliving the same issue twice. Like also like this isn't a quote from me, but this is just a fact doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different outcome is the definition of insanity so understand that if you're being friends with shitty people who or you're meeting people they're like oh all these girls talk shit about each other behind their backs just like these girls in high school that i used to be friends with hmm i should continue being friends with these people and eh, move on um so i would definitely say that um next one real friends um hang out outside of just nightlife um i think i definitely have some friends that uh i think we were really close um more like freshman year but now we really only see each other when we go out and like that's chill like those are my those are going like they're we're friends but we're more just like going out friends we're not really talk to each other about the issue the hard stuff and i don't know like and not that it's i'm like opposed to that or i wouldn't sit down and listen if like any of them came to me with that but um it's just like not the way that that friendship goes and people drift apart all the time and maybe that's just like a more comfortable seat for where our friendship should sit and like people grow and change or whatever and like i do want to add that like people can grow and like just grow apart and like there and there's no beef at all and that's a totally normal thing 100 percent. that is a totally normal thing to grow apart with people and have your friendship change over time because i mean like it's your 20s like things change a lot 
And I would definitely say to expect your friendships to stay the same while you yourself are changing so much is not entirely fair to you, I think, because I feel like that would lead to just a lot of guilt. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think like just know who like your your like number one, like your bitches who are like your ride or dies you will be you should be hanging out with those people more than outside of just nightlife but if you have friends of people you're just nightlife friends you go out you get drinks sometimes you know you'll see them at the bar in college i feel like this is a lot more popular in college than just like later in your 20s but like in college i think with like the drinking culture especially if you go to school with a big part of your drinking culture like i have plenty of friends that i'm just like I would love to have them in class. I would love to have them, love to like catch lunch with them. But mostly we just see each other out on the weekends and that's completely normal and fine. Like that's not, that doesn't make my friendship with them any more or less what it is. I just like, and like they have their bitches and I have mine, but we're also like still friends, if that makes sense. So that's a completely normal thing. But just recognize that like your ride or dies should not be the people that you're only seeing when you're hammered. Um, okay. It's okay. Moving on from that, it's okay to not talk to your best friends all the time, especially when like your um lo- like long distance best friends, like for me, like all my best friends I am long distance with right now. Um and, and like mo- for most of the year in normal situations, I'm long distance with half of my best friends at any point in time, and that's just something that I've had to grow into and deal with, but like just because like we don't talk to each other every day and like they might not know like that I had breakfast for dinner or like whatever and we don't see each other every day that doesn't make us any less of friends that doesn't make us any less of best friends and you know like a good best friend when you can pick up with each other exactly where you left off and still have a great time together um so just be sure to recognize that and the people um who truly love you like you'll know that you don't need to talk to them every single day in order to maintain their friendship and if but if that's something that they really need from you and they want more communication then maybe that's a conversation that you guys need to have um but personally i'm a firm believer that you do not need to talk to your best friends all the time in order to be best friends um but another thing about being friends with people is right lifestyles um i think and that goes into the previous point that i had about nightlife friends is that I have some friends who like to go out every single night of the week. I have friends who like to go to the same, the biggest bar on our campus every single night of the weekend, unless they have a date party elsewhere, but like they will be at this bar all night, every weekend. They will be taking shots. They will be spending exuberant amounts of money and they will be getting fucking plastered and like unable to move the next day until 3 PM. And even though like those nights are fun every once in a while for me, that just like takes a lot out of me and is really exhausting. And if you're in the same boat, um, I'm here to tell you that you're not alone. I feel like especially going to a very um, active campus with like partying and drinking, it's very normal to feel this expectation that you need to catch up with everyone or that if you don't go out every single night or if you don't go to the right bar or go to this place and see the specific people that they'll forget about you. And if they do, then those people aren't your friends anyway, and it shouldn't matter. Um, Also, you're only seeing them hammered. So, like, what do you care? They're already not your real friends. Hot take. But um, I think that, like, you're going to really grow closer to, and that's kind of just what happened to me is, like, I drift apart from these other friends, 
not in a bad way, but just because like we have different lifestyles and when those lifestyles align, we'll see each other a lot more often, but a lot of times they're busy doing the things that they want to do. And those aren't necessarily the things that I want to do, but we're still chill and on good terms, but just don't put yourself down for not have feeling like you have to, um, that you're missing out just because it's not like the lifestyle that really works for you. Um, or feeling like you need to put yourself into a box that really isn't yours because you're trying to fit into a lifestyle that isn't meant for you and isn't right for you. And that's okay. Um, but yeah, there's people, those people are great people. I have so much love for them. We just don't see each other as often because or, or like on a Saturday, I'm going to be like, dude, 11 AM, let's go get brunch and get after it. Like bottomless mimosas, let's go. And they will be asleep. And then, you know, you just kind of end up going out with people that want to do the things that I want to do on a Saturday morning. And then, but then by the time Saturday evening rolls around, I'm tired and I'm going to bed. And then they're out Saturday evening. Like it just doesn't work out. Like it, it just, I think that's my example of it, but I feel like a lot of people can come up with an example or maybe you just don't really like to party and a lot of your friends do, and you will just end up aligning with people who have similar lifestyles. That's another, that brings me into like a slight like sub point about how, why I think it's harder for people who are in college and people who are out of college um, to date is because, not that it's impossible. I just can see that being difficult personally, because like you're living a different lifestyle in college, especially if you go to a party school, you are, you are going out all the time. You are sometimes for some people dressing like a little slut because it's fun and you want to, and it makes you feel confident and cute and it's fun and you're only young once. Um, and for the other one, you might have a nine to five and have to work the next day. Like Fridays don't mean showing up hammered to class. Friday means up at 6 a.m., going to meetings, making real adult money. Like you might want to go to a really nice place for dinner and that other person might not really be able to afford it or go to a nice bar for drinks and they might not be able to afford it. Or like, even if you have a bigger age gap, like let's say this is a recent college graduate and your significant other is like a year or so younger than you and they're not 21 yet or they're like they had just haven't turned 21 like you can't really go to the same places um so i can just see that being difficult again like different lifestyles can really impact your lifestyle can really impact who you surround yourself with and not even in like an aloof am i like am i like am i lisping am i lisping oh my god if i've had a lisp this whole time and no one told me i'm literally I'm going to bang my head into the wall until I pass out. Oh my God. That's sorry. If you have a lisp, I just really don't want one. Um, I'm not going to elaborate on why I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but I don't want to lisp. Um, oh my God. I like can't, I can't stop thinking about it now. So sorry if you have to listen to my lisp. Um, but <laughs> that's why I think that right lifestyles will in some way, shape or form. It's not even really like a cognitive thing for a lot of people it just ends up working out that way. Like the people, like I am more, I'm taking a lot of hard classes. I was hanging out a lot more with people who prioritize studying over and going, over going out. Like I know people who are like, oh, I have an exam tomorrow, but like, I'll just get to see it's fine. And I'm just like, you're psychotic, get some help. Like that would freak me out. That would make me so nervous to the point where like, I wouldn't even be having fun if I was going out and I had something to stress about the next day or knowing that I would have to wake up early and uh, know like how hungover I would feel 
So yeah, I think that that lifestyles really do in one way or another impact. It just will direct you towards the people that are more, I I mean, I'm, I'm blanking on the word, but just like more your type of friends, like the people that you gel better with will have similar lifestyles to you. Like if you have different lifestyles, it's going to be really hard to make it work. Like if you're like, I have Pilates at 7am tomorrow and the other person's like, let's go out to a rave in the woods until 5am, then like those people are going to be living different lifestyles. They could still very much like like each other and be friends, but they're probably not going to be as close or see each other as often. Anyway, I've rambled on about that point for long enough. Um, Trust your gut. Um, You will know if someone that you're quote unquote friends with just blatantly does not like you. I have done it. I know multiple other girls who have come out of that. It is so, it is, I feel like, I don't know, for me, it's like a canon event. I can't even just like elaborate on it. Like you just have to get out in your own way. Like it got to, I mean, I I still don't know if I've officially put this episode out or because I did like a rant and then I was like, because I was going to like pod and then I just ended up getting super fumed. And I was like, that's going to stay in the drafts. Um, But if you Venmo me 50 bucks, I will send it to you because it's really embarrassing. Not 50. You know what? Let's make it reasonable. Special offer, $25. Um, But (laughs) I, yeah, I think that I used to surround myself for a long time with a friend, if you could call this person that, who just blatantly did not like me. And I could tell that this person did not like me for a long time, but I like having friends and I like being nice to people and I don't know, like I didn't want to get in a fight. So, and then I think when I was younger, I didn't have the confidence to engage in this conversation. And now that I'm in college and I know that I think like after I'm out of like the smallness of high school and like actually have like some autonomy, God bless me. Like I know to confront this, but because, and I confronted it because I trusted my gut because I knew that I think I, because in my gut, I knew all along and I just didn't really want to accept it. I think for, I think intuition is a very real thing and it can take place. And like, you know, if your boyfriend's cheating on you or your partner's cheating on you, you know, if you're getting cheated on, or sometimes like, you know, you're about to receive, you've received a text message from someone. Like for me, it's like, I know it for like, I remember in high school, if I was like coming home late, I was like, I know if my parents are awake or like, I know how to like work around that. Like, I can't really explain it, but like, I firmly believe in trusting your gut and like using trusting your gut to know when someone really genuinely does not want you around and does not want the best for you because you will know because it should be obvious. You will know if you have any good friends in your life whatsoever who genuinely wants the best for you and who wants you around and who a good friend is. Um, And you know to remove those people from your life if they're not a good friend. They just don't have the same feeling as someone who just genuinely loves you. That's all I can put it that way. Like if I ever thought that this person that I'm no longer friends with and my friends that I am friends with today, um, I like my like best friends, it's just not the same. Like I just, you have this just like sense of like being at peace around the people that truly love you and know what's best for you. And you provide for them that same feeling. And it's your gut. It's in the back of your brain. You always know. So that's why I say, 
trust your gut. Like another situation for this is like if someone else is talking shit about like if you're in a friend group and one of your friends is talking shit about like especially like namely one should raise concern but like if your friend is talking shit about the other girls in your friend group other girls or guys in primarily girls um in your friend group to you you have to know that this person is also talking shit about you behind your back to all these other friends like it's you're not special for hearing the insider information like if someone is talking shit about people that like if someone like it's the same conversation as like someone comes up to you and is like, oh, they're, they're talking shit about you. Really? Why did they feel comfortable to tell you to talk shit about you to talk shit about me to you? Did you encourage that? Did you, were you also talking shit about me? Do they know that you don't like me? Like what's the deal here? So definitely be conscious of how people talk about their friends when they're not around. I think that's a big tell of what makes someone a good friend and clocking that know to recognize when you could be the next victim um yeah okay next one moving on um some people are going to be more like acquaintances than friends and that is okay not everyone has to be your ride or die best friend like we're gonna be bridesmaids in each other's wedding like you know what you can't have 90 bridesmaids not all of your like private story friends not everyone on your finsta can be your bridesmaid not everyone could be your maid of honor not everyone is not everyone is like a sister you're not born with and that is okay it is nothing weird or wrong to have a friend that is just i don't know like you're more of acquaintances but like you still like each other and you still like think each other is super cool and like get excited to see each other like whatever like have fun like you can have a good conversation but you're not you don't have to be best friends and that is beyond normal and i don't i just think that so many people are uncomfortable with that but i don't think you should be i think it's important to recognize that like people can have different levels of friendship in your life and you can still like them just as much because again i think that goes back to lifestyles your lifestyles just might be different or like you know it's just more comfortable that way for you guys to be less close like it's okay for not everyone to be like your best fucking friend that's exhausting to have that many like best fucking friends to have that many people that are like you are super tight spend every waking moment together everything like i don't know that just seems a little silly to me that seems exhausting you don't have the energy for that you can't you can't like mindfully direct the energy that a best friend deserves towards that many people you just can't in my opinion so i would definitely say that not everyone's meant to be super close not everyone's meant to be a ride or die and neither are you you're not meant to be everyone's ride or die either um so don't take it personally sometimes people in your life are just meant to occupy a certain layer of the onion and like that's okay that's a totally normal and good thing next one Ooh, I have something to say about this one. People who cheat on their significant others are not loyal friends either. If you can't be in a good, if you are, I used to be best freaking freaking friends with someone who calls themselves a serial cheater. Um, and guess what? We're not friends anymore. So who's surprised? Um, and 
like this person has cheated on every single partner that they've been with sometimes with ex-partners and then like gotten back together with that partner and then cheated on them with someone like it's bananas like and even though i specifically have had like a very like a long going experience with someone who is a serial cheater and a bad friend because of it um i would really say watch out um you know i mean people make mistakes but i personally personally don't burn the witch here but i personally do not think that cheating is ever okay um if e- it doesn't matter how drunk you are or whatever if you like it's literally so easy to break up with someone also lose them how you get them if no if you haven't figured that out by now you're a damn fool lose them how you get them and if your friend is a serial cheater most likely they're going to mess you with you in some way as well if someone can't not to say that if you've never that like your um capacity for romantic relationships equals your capacity for friendships but i would say that being cognizant of how the friends in your life treat their romantic partners i feel like because that's just like a level up from friendship i feel like it definitely descends from the way that they treat their friends um cheating on a romantic part let me phrase rephrase this okay like um uh like um uh okay the way that they treat their significant other and their logic that stems from them cheating and rationalizing cheating I feel will stem from the same place of them doing you dirty as a friend later on. I can't really explain what that is. I don't really know what that problem is. I feel like it varies from person to person, but those issues that that person has that affect that will result in them rationalizing cheating expected to also pop up in a friendship um, more often than not. Okay, next one. Just because you don't talk every day doesn't mean you aren't any less friends. I said this earlier. I kind of got out of order, but yeah, just because you don't talk to someone every day does not mean you are any less of friends. It's possible to just like, I don't know, catch up with them on like what they're posting on Instagram or Snapchat and be like, oh, that's cute, comment, whatever. Like, even if not, like, even just like a like, like, I don't know, but just knowing, even if you don't, you know, they don't post anything and you don't post anything, just like knowing that you got each other in your corner, that's a friendship. And just like knowing that and like having that there in your back, in the corner is just. I think what a friendship's all about. It doesn't matter. I mean, you could you could talk to someone every single day and literally hate their guts. People do that all the time. Like some people are married and they do that. Like you can genuinely not speak to someone for over a week, sometimes multiple weeks at a time. And still, especially like for me abroad right now, some of my friends, like I'm traveling on the weekends, like we're in different time zones. I have exams. I'm busy with shit. Like they're busy with shit. They have exams. It's midterm season. Right now, at least when I'm filming this, who knows when I'll upload it. <laughs> but people are busy and it's easy to just not, it's easy to just like kind of lose track. But, you know, we're all busy and we all have our priorities and a long distance friendship can be hard to maintain, especially when you're in different time zones. Like even sometimes I'll just take a picture of whatever food I made myself and I'll literally just be like zucchini, tomato, pasta, send. And like, They'll be like, LOL, or they just like like the message. And that's just like how we keep up. We don't even have full-blown conversations. We don't need to have hour-long FaceTimes, even though they are nice. Like I'm not saying don't FaceTime your friends. Like it's good to FaceTime your friends and like have relationships with your long-distance friends or your friends in general as well. Like, but I still feel supported and loved by my friends, even though 
I don't talk to them every day because I have a genuine friendship with them. I don't feel insecure about those friendships just because we haven't spoken that day at all. Um, and I think that if you feel like you need to remind someone every day that you exist in order for them to love you, then that's not really a good spot for you to be in. And maybe you need to reevaluate that. Um, but you shouldn't have to remind your friend every day. Um, I'm not, like, again, this isn't, I'm not saying like going months without talking, but like, <laughs> you know, you shouldn't have to remind your friend every day to love you and to care about you. And you shouldn't have to remind your partner every day to love you and to care about you. I think my management professor this morning was like, he was like, it's very stereotypical for Gen Z to like, text all the time I feel like correct me if I'm wrong but he's he was said to us he's like my wife works I work we say hi in the morning we go to work we're busy and then we see each other when we get home we do not text and call while we are at work because we are busy with work and he put in a very matter-of-fact way um as he does um if you're in my management class and he it was just kind of funny to me because for so many people they're like needing to text each other constantly all the time or like i mean like sometimes like it's like a damn that's crazy like damn it's crazy silence crickets whatever i don't know but you don't need to just message everyone all the time to remind them that you're there you know because that friendship's there whether you message the person or not whether there's communication actually no, i mean this is a bad this is bad advice actually there should be communication in a friendship or any relationship of any sort but just because you are not texting this person every single second of every single day does not make you any less of friends case in point fact done it's like i think there's like schrodinger's cat as a metaphor and it's like there's a cat in a box and you don't know whether it's alive or dead until you open the box but in the unit but the universe knows whether the cat this is the comp and then the complexity of it is you can either choose to leave the box closed and never know if the cat is dead or alive or open the box and know the truth. But the complex, more complex layer of it is the universe already knows whether the cat is dead or not. It is up to you to face the music and find the truth for yourself. But just because if you know, you knowing whether the cat is dead or alive doesn't make the cat any less dead or any more alive, if that makes sense. I know I explained that very quickly, but it's the same thing with a friendship. Like just because you are messaging this person consistently doesn't change the fact that there may be issues in your friendship or relationship or that you guys are like totally chill like that just be like a simple like if that text has no meaning if that text doesn't really convey that you care or like want to talk to them if you just like snapchat the person a selfie all the time that's not really gonna whatever um, I can understand having a comforting presence over the phone, but okay, I'm babbling on this for too long, but just, uh, I think a simple solution to this brings in my next point. It's so easy to just send a text that says, how are you? It's so easy. Every once in a while, just texting a friend, even if, even if it's like people I haven't seen in so long, like friends that I've drifted apart from again, cause we just like live more different lifestyles, just want to prioritize different things. Every once in a while, even if I don't see them, always just giving them a wave and a smile whenever I see them, catching up when we see each other, or just sending a simple how are you text is so easy. It is so damn easy to just send a very simple how are you. Doesn't even need to be like, hey, I miss you so much. How are you? Like, how are you doing? Like, that can be contained. That You can add that, but you don't even need all that. It's just a how are you? How are you? 
And I feel like a lot of times, very often, God, this is going to sound so aloof. Um, but when am I not? Um, I'm an Aquarius. But it's so easy to just reach out and ask someone how they are. Because sometimes they're not doing well. And sometimes they really just do need someone to talk to. So just sending out a simple how are you and showing that you care about their well-being goes a long way. And I think that that definitely should be done more by people. Yeah, that should definitely be done more. Sorry, I just paused to take a good sip of my water. Delish. Um, adding to my list, low key. Um, oh wait, I'll go back into my. I'll go into my next topic soon. I just have one last point. Um, this is something that goes back into trusting your gut. Just because you are not on each other's Instagrams does not mean that you are aren't best friends. But at the same time, the people who notice who you notice directly avoid posting you on Instagram or even Snapchat or even avoid like showing you in a stupid streak when they don't want anyone to know that you're their that means that they do not want anyone to know that you you are their friend and you deserve better i've had an experience with this and it's just like you know like your friends don't again this should go into the point that just like my point with this is like your friends don't owe you a presence on their social media it's their social media and just because you're their friend doesn't mean that you automatically have ownership of that um but if you notice, if you're friends with someone for years and you always take in, there's multiple photos of you together and you like hang out a lot and you hang out like very often for years at a time and blah, 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 la, 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 black and white. And you still aren't like included in that. Like there's something weird going on there. Like, I don't know, maybe that's a hot take, but friends, like, I, like, every once in a while will post a selfie with my friends on social media. Like, I contain multitudes. Like, yeah, so now I post a Snapchat story with my friends every once in a while of a selfie of us looking cute and going out. Like, I don't know. I, I think my social media, a big part of my life, a big part of my life for me personally, and I think for a lot of people, is my friends and the relationships that I have with other people around me and how I share that with the world and if someone is directly after years of close friendship, not you're and you don't you feel directly excluded from that for some reason, trust your gut and know that if you're like, this is weird, if it gets to a point where you're like, okay, that's like blatantly odd, then it's on purpose. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my running list that I have on keeping genuine friends in your twenties. So definitely ponder on that. Um yeah, another thing, like a little hot take I wanted to have is that um, it's about being in the club. Being in the club isn't fun anymore because of phones. You know, hot. It. This is literally. I'm gonna sound like one of those like, the world is a surveillance state. Yeah, but you know what? Constant surveillance in the damn club. You know what? If I get hammered in the club, and someone takes a damn video of it, if someone takes a damn video of me tripping. Or not saying I do this, but like I don't think it's nice at all when people take if it's your friend, if it's like your your friend and you know this person well, that is one entirely different thing. If you are taking videos or pictures of strangers at the club, whether they're even no matter how stupid they're being, unless they're directly harming someone or yourself, you have no business. Unless they're harming someone else or harming you. You have no business taking photos or videoing people at the club. If people are hammered, that can impact 
and especially if you submit it to old row or like um like miami like my for us like miami chicks like i think makeout monday is like kind of fucked up honestly like i think it's weird to do that i've never appeared on makeout monday but i think for a lot of times especially for women it's just dis- it's disproportionately is shameful to women more than it is to the men who are on those pages and i know so many girls who have been so embarrassed because they you know what they got they got hammered with their friends and they wanted to go give someone a little smooch that is normal that is fine and people did plenty of that in the 90s you know what in the 90s before all these cell phones people were doing blow in the club and no one seemed to give a sh- give a shit like you know i'm not saying go do blow in the club i'm not saying that for the record i am not saying go do some blow in the club but the fact that people feel the um entitlement to take to capture other like strangers actions on video and then have the balls to submit it to a public platform to like out them for whatever silly drunken mistakes they've ever made as if you've never done something stupid when you drink and woken up with the worst anxiety of your life i just think that's so unfair of people to subject others to that humiliation when you've probably done worse like they're literally people who do heroin yeah there are people who get drunk and beat each other up there are people who get drunk and beat up their romantic partners there are people who get drunk and cheat there are people who get drunk and throw up all over the sidewalk there are people who make out with people and trigger warning throw up in their mouths like i of course and you know why i know that is because i've seen a video of it on barstool sports i think it's not fair at all to and for the record again this has never happened to me i have never been posted to this but I've never been posted to anything like this because I don't act a fool, but I don't think it's fair to make the club or a bar a surveillance state. And I think it's incredibly popular at college campuses and being embarrassed while hammered changed things a lot more. And that doesn't excuse people acting poorly, but like, this is why things are a lot less fun is because you can't just enjoy yourself because you're constantly worried about what are the people going to say, how the people are going to judge you, like, you know, everything. Like when you're, when you're out drinking, like, more often than not everyone around else around you is also drinking and like it's so it's like it just you know if you do something embarrassing like oh i said something a little stupid or oh i talked so long during this conversation that i didn't let this other person get a word in well they're also hammered is like always an excuse that like helps me feel better about anxiety is well this person was also drinking so they're not really in a clear state of mind either but for like for millions of people around the world who don't know you to see you acting a fool while drunk or just like, I don't know, having a little bit of fun, goddammit. Like, you know, I just feel like that's really hard. And I know there's so much on the internet that it ends up getting forgotten about anyway. But ethically, it just doesn't really sit well with me. Like, I would absolutely go to a club that didn't allow phones or made you put stickers on the cameras or put in a pouch. Because, like, people are just so much more likely to talk or, like, dance or have fun or just then sit on their phones. And then if you want to talk to that person that you're talking to on your phone so bad, why aren't you just at the club with them instead why aren't you hanging out with them instead go home so really people use their phones to escape odd social situations especially when out like they'll just go on their phone or go on snapchat like when they're not having fun out like go dance go talk to someone go make a friend go meet somebody i don't know go have some fun like it is not bad to like it is a bad thing to like 
go to your phone immediately and like sit in like an awkward social situation. Like that is not how humans should be interacting. That is weird. That's blatantly odd. I don't think, and I'm not saying I never do it, but I try really to not do it, especially when I'm in a social situation like that, because that's embarrassing. Honestly, like we don't need to be scrolling through the weather app or flipping our apps back and forth. If you don't want to be at the club, if you're not having fun, change that. Either go dance, go get a drink, go meet someone, go talk to someone or go the fuck home. It's that easy because clearly you aren't enjoying yourself. Why spend the money if you're clearly not having fun? Um, Like I have a digital camera and it's so much more fun to take pics on that than using my phone. And I just put my phone away in my bag. I don't even go on it. Um, And that just makes my night so much better. Like the energy. And they're like, oh, the quality is lower. Why would you do that? Well, you know what? As someone who's like done, like I studied photography from when I was like 14 to like, not even 14. I was thinking it was 13. I don't know. From eighth grade to through high school, I took photography courses. And one of the big things that we learned about was how people respond to film because you can't actually see what the photo of yourself looks like. And that changes how people pose, how they appreciate, because it's in the moment. It's a more genuine thing. And even if I'm not shooting with film, even if I'm shooting on like a digital camera, People aren't like, oh, what do we look like? Oh, let's retake that. Let's retake that. Like, oh, we'll take a million photos and pick the best one of me angling my head 45 degrees to the right instead of 46 degrees to the right. Like, it's just so exhausting. Sorry, like personally, like, like I love to get a good Instagram shot. Don't get me wrong. But like when I'm out with my friends and like, I love using my digital camera to just like capture memories and have a good time because more often than not, the photos are iconic. I always slay. Um, I always do a good job with my photos. Um, And like the energy is different in the photos but also like the quality makes it more fun to look at because it reminds me of old photos that I would look at on like my parents camera or like pictures of me and my brothers growing up I think it's just more of a nostalgia thing and then looking back on these photos because especially studying abroad we had our 55th anniversary of the um program last week and there were so many like pictures that people had submitted like old photos of them traveling and I was like Okay, like, and there were a ton of alumni that came, like, even from, like, people that were, like, 90 years old who were in this program came to visit, like, old housing coordinators, like, old administration even, like, came to visit and, like, wanted to, like, talk to the the current students, and it was really cool, and I think it just realized I saw on the slideshow, like, all the pictures, and I was like, okay, like, these photos are going to matter to us, and it's going to sound super corny, but even, like, those, like, stupid like drunken memories or like moments just moments throughout the day matter and you're gonna I feel like me I'm personally I'm gonna look back on them and be glad that I had those those moments available and that I was able to capture those things especially for other people who are in the photos because then they can look back on those memories and see just how much fun they had and show I guess in future generations for I guess reunions and stuff or like the other um uh like reunions that we'll be having to just like know how much it mattered and show how much it matters to people to live in the moment and appreciate the time while you have it so that long-winded speech all goes to show that um yeah And when I'm out, I'm glad when I don't drunkenly post something. That's also very true. I don't like being on my phone. It's nice to check my phone the next day and go on my, check my Snapchat stories and see that I didn't post anything, anything at all. It's perfect. Or even anything just like embarrassing. Like maybe like a couple selfies with a friend. That's it. Or like, or like, 
or like, or like, or like, or like, um, <laughs> posting something on your main <gasps> jump scare. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I think we should make a movement to do no more phones at the clubs and the bars. Let's put them away. I know being intoxicated makes it hard, but let's, let's try to shift. Um, more things that have been added to my list of first things I'm eating when I'm back in the States. Um, a tequila soda with lime juice without, with anything that isn't Jose Cuervo. An iced cold brew from Starbucks. Taco Burrito King, if you know, you know. Um, Dot's Pretzels. If you know Dot's Pretzels, I love Dot. Dot, I love you. Dot, there is a seat in heaven for you with your damn pretzels. They're so good. I also like eating them with hummus. So if you like Dot's Pretzels, try them with hummus. Um, also, Panda Express with beef, broccoli, fried rice, lo mein, and an egg roll. And the... I don't even know if they still have it anymore, but it was like the like spicy shrimp with like peppers and onions and it was gas. And that's where I'm at with my first things I'm eating back in the States. And I'm literally adding this on my computer as I speak into here right now. You can hear me tell you. Um, but I'm going to add ice cold water. Let me clip my mic to my shirt. Ice cold water from my fridge. Fabulous. Fridge water. I think Kasha, you guys have been on the pod. If you've heard the pod before, you've definitely heard Kasha speak on the pod, but ice cold water, fridge water. She's a fridge water girl. So I definitely feel that. Um, okay. That's sufficient for me. I've talked for almost an hour. That's more than I thought I was going to get out of me. So you're welcome. Um, yeah, I think that lesson is Really, I think if you're at a flop era right now, me too, girl. And I think just the seasonal depression is real. If you don't believe in seasonal depression, then um, I'm sure you also don't believe in Santa Claus. Sorry, that was my alarm. I need to go get my laundry. But um, I just want to let you know that I, if you made it this far through the pod or if you like still listen to my pod, love you. Bye. Have a great day.